Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Hippie Diaries. Um, this episode is going to be a bit controversial for some. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll know that I posted a little sneak peek to what I'm going to be talking about in this episode today. So today's episode is about Lululemon. <laughs> Lululemon. So we're going to be like talking about their industry, if they're ethical, their statistics, are they really different? Um and is it really worth the money? Like yeah. <laughs> So let me just get into it. If you don't know what Lululemon is, so Lululemon was founded in Vancouver, Canada in 1998. The brand was founded by Chip Wilson. It started off as a design studio by day and a yoga studio by night. The apparel the brand offers is allegedly super comfortable and can be worn for yoga, um, gymming, running, and any other activity that you love. But the best part about the clothes is that you can wear them for other daily activities as well. So that was sourced by Fishinza.com. So yeah, that's just a little summary about what Lululemon is, if you don't already know what it is. So the first topic I'm going to be covering about them is where are their products made and produced and manufactured so lululemon actually owns no manufacturing facilities of its own nor does it operate any it sources the necessary fabrics from a select group of 65 suppliers it's trademarked that Luan fabric is its largest fabric requirement, making up about 30% of the company's total fabric use. The fabric is sourced from a single supplier and manufacturer base. Um, <laughs> continuing from that, Lululemon manufacturers are distributed in over 26 countries worldwide. So remember how... Um, in the beginning, in the summary, it was founded in Vancouver. Listen to this. Some countries that help the brand meet its production needs are Japan, Indonesia, Taiwan, and Haiti. Um, those countries are nowhere near Canada or Vancouver. Keep that in the back of your head. Let me continue. South Asia makes up for a significant number of the manufacturers for the Lululemon branding. Some of the production is also taken care of in China and North America. The North America Lululemon suppliers help the brand retain speed. The most important thing for any brand is to keep up with the trends and with this manufacturer Lululemon is able to keep up with the fast-acting trends, sourced by Fishinza.com, again. That actually shocked me. Coming from, like, a supposedly Canadian brand, since it was founded in Vancouver in 1998, I honestly thought that they would have their manufacturing warehouses located in Canada. So when I was 
researching that and when I read that I was like whoa that's that's weird (laughs) that kind of shocked me um so I have a little list of the top tier facilities that Lululemon is manufactured in and I'm just gonna read them off like by most produced to least produced and when I say top tier facilities it's meaning like where their products are mostly mass produced so starting at the top of the list we have Vietnam (laughs) 37 to 32.74 percent um second we have China with 18 to 15.93 percent um third we have Sri Lanka Sri Lanka sorry with 12 to 10.62 percent Cambodia with 10 to 8.85 percent Indonesia with 7 to 6.19 percent Taiwan I'm not gonna read the percentages because there's there's a list okay so it goes um Taiwan Philippines USA Peru Bangladesh Thailand Turkey Colombia El Salvador Haiti Mexico and Portugal so those are the main facilities in each country that the Lululemon, you know, clothing or fabric or whatnot is mass produced. Canada is not in that list, y'all. I did researching, I dug and dug. Um, Canada isn't in there, which is kind of sad. <laughs> hate hate to say that, but that's that's a no no, you know, for a really good brand, you'd think they'd have a fac- their top facility located in Canada, but they don't. So the source from that list was runnersathletics.com. Um, topic two. This is going to be interesting. Is Lululemon ethical and sustainable? So in short, no, <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> None of its supply chain is certified by labor standards, which ensure worker health and safety, living wages, or other labor rights. It received a score of 41 to 50 percent in the 2021 Fashion Transparency Index. There is no evidence it implements practices to support diversity and inclusion in its supply chain. That's bad. (laughs) There is no evidence... um, It ensures the payment of a living wage in its supply chain. It discloses some policies to protect suppliers and workers in its supply chain from the impacts of COVID-19. It has been linked with sourcing cotton from Jin... I'm going to butcher this. I am so sorry. I'm going to say it like the best I can. Xinjiang region in China at risk of using Uyghur forced labor that has taken insufficient steps to remediate. Um, so, their staff is underpaid, they don't, like, take into consideration workplace safety in their manufacturing facilities, which is, mm, 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 not, not best, Lululemon, sorry, that's, that's kind of shady. <laughs> um, let's read a little bit more about what I found. So it's animal rating like PETA rating is classified as it's a start meaning 
they're they're just starting off with their PETA stuff there. Um, there's no evidence it has a policy to minimize the suffering of animals. It uses exotic animal hair and wool. Ah, mm, Lulu, really? <laughs> no, that is like, like you can use like an alternative. You, mm, just the exotic, exotic animals. I just mm, doesn't sit right with me. Sorry. There's another point gone. <laughs> um, it uses down accredited by the responsible down standard. Okay, it's not too bad. Um, okay, here's some good things. It does not use fur, angora, leather, or exotic animal skin. Um, it traces some animal products to the first stage of production. Um, Lululemon is rated not good enough overall for the PETA standard. So, <clears throat> starting off, they're not doing too well here. I've already gone through two topics where they're made and manufactured, their workplace, um, their sustainability. And so far, I, I didn't come across any, you know, good things so far oh sorry the source from that last like epilogue that i wrote that i wrote that i read sorry can't talk that last little piece that i read the source is directory.goodonyou.eco so yeah lululemon's not off to a great start here um number three topic number three is can you get the same quality leggings elsewhere? Um, yes. 100%. I know Lululemon likes to try and, like, tell people, Oh, our material is, like, our Luan fabric is, like, one of, one of like, fantastic. Like, you can't get it anywhere. That's complete bullshit. And here's why. So... The basic Align legging material is nothing different than leggings from Fabletics, Halara, Amazon. It's it's ba- the Align material is literally basic legging material. Like there's nothing special about it at all. I know some of you are probably steaming out the ears at me right now, but the the they're not special. <laughs> Um, so, you can get these leggings from Fabletics, Lara, Amazon, um, Just Cozy, um, and you're paying a fraction of the price for the same fabric and material, okay? So, you're basically paying for Lululemon's branding and their little, um, shiny horseshoe logo, when you're buying their leggings like the material is no different than any other yoga legging material if you get what i'm saying if that makes sense um so i actually have a list of their materials that they use for some of their leggings and i'm gonna read to you what is in their leggings okay so, starting off with the Lululemon Align material, 
It is made from 80% nylon, 20% lycra elastane. So, okay, pretty normal. Um, the Wonder Under Lux Stream material is 69% nylon and 31% lycra elastane. The Wonder Train Everlux fabric is not is sorry, 77% nylon and 23% lycra elastane. And their Luon fabric is 86% nylon and 14% lycra elastane. Um <laughs> that is nothing like wow. Um that's nothing really special there, actually. I was, before doing this research, I was like, oh my god, what if Lululemon is actually, like, onto something here? Like, what if they're, you know, they're different, they're different, they've got to be different. No, I was, I was disappointed. <laughs> they're not different. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and after researching that... I also did some research on what most yoga pant and attire material is made out of in general, just to get like a general, you know, say on what most yoga apparel is like. So it says typically most yoga pants and apparel is made from blends of cotton, lycra spandex, nylon, do you see the pattern here? polyester wool or similar light and stretchy synthetic material giving the pants a soft smooth finish wow lululemon wow (laughs) i i have nothing to say i have nothing to say let's move on um topic four are there any pfas in the lululemon leggings or like the material so if you don't know what PFAs are, um, they are poly. I'm gonna try to say those the best I can. Polyfluoroalkyl substances, and they are a large, complex group of synthetic chemicals that can be found in some materials. So, short answer is yes. Testing finds fluorine, an indicator of PFAS, in the women's sportswear from sportswear, sorry, from Lululemon. Okay, um, one in four pairs of popular leggings and yoga pants that have been tested have had detectable levels of fluorine, um, which is of course an indicator of toxic PFAS, according to a report from Momovation. And this was sourced by ehn.org. So, mm, that's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. <laughs> um, the crotch. This is gonna. This is gonna stun some people. So please, um, hold on to your socks for this one. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> okay. The crotch area is the most common area. To find detachable organic fluorine, Ugh. which is a marker for PFAS. Gross. 25% of the workout leggings, yoga pants, 
and leisure leggings we sent to the lab came back with detectable levels of organic fluorine. And here's the good news. Okay, so we have some good news. 75% of the pairs that were tested did not contain any detectable levels. But it, it's still there. And it's mainly in the crotch area of the leggings. Which is kind of gross, you know. Like, mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, is Lululemon apparel linked to concerning health effects? Now, this links back to topic four with the PFAS, which is the toxic chemicals in the material. So, topic five. Is Lululemon apparel linked to concerning health effects? Um, so... Yes, the PFA chemicals are linked to several health problems ranging in seriousness. So the list of health problems I have um, are from allegedly decades of research. I don't know how true that part is. I don't know. But here's a list that I've found from momovation.com. And it says it can have a reduction in immunity, um, cause metabolic diseases like obesity and diabetes, um, reduced vac- vaccination responses, cardiovascular disease, affect the growth, learning, and behavior of infants and older children, increased risk of allergies and asthma in young children, lower a woman's chance of getting pregnant, Interesting. Okay. Increase the chances of miscarriage. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Increase cholesterol levels. Um, low sperm count. Hmm. Okay. Smaller penis size. Okay. Increase the risk of kidney, ovarian, and testicular cancers. So that list has a lot on it. And when I was looking at it and researching it, most of them make sense, but they haven't all been entirely proven. I definitely know that the risk of cancer is very high with PFAS chemicals. So I know that one is mostly valid, but the other ones, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was, considering all the things that I've already talked about. So yeah, that little list was sourced by momovation.com as well. Um, (laughs) So here is topic number six. Why is Lululemon so goddamn expensive? If you've ever been into the Lululemon store, any Lululemon store, and you've looked at a price tag of, like, one of their smaller items, it's probably still $30. And it ranges from, like, $30 to, like, $300, probably, I think. I don't know. But, like, nothing in that store is considered, quotation, affordable. Okay, just keep that keep that in mind. 
So if you're not familiar, I'm reading this from like my statistical research page here. If you're not familiar with Lululemon pricing already, their items can range from 50 to 300, depending on the item. Okay, I was close. I said 30 to 300, but apparently it's $50 to 300. Um, uh, all right, so we have cold, hard facts to back up how much Lululemon leggings cost and a pretty good idea of what goes into making them. All right, so, um, the dollar amount seems to fall at about three to five dollars per pair of Lululemon leggings mass produced in all of the their little manufacturing places. Three to five dollars, people, is what the what the Lululemon people I don't even know what to call them. What the manufacturers are paying to get the leggings that are mass produced. Sorry guys. <laughs> I got a little interrupted by my mom there. She came in to ask me a question. So as I was saying, um the Lululemon brand people buy their leggings for 3 to $5 per pair from the manufacturers in those third world countries. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, a $90 markup. That's, it's gotta be pretty good, right? Um, not really. Uh, it turns out that the average profit margin for retail clothing items is between 4 to 13% markup. Um, in order to compare that against the markup that was just mentioned, <clears throat> we need to do a little fancy math here. So, even if Lululemon leggings, leggings cost $5 to make, the most affordable versions would still come with um, a... Th- Three thousand one hundred and sixty-six point six seven percent markup, which is astonishing, astonishingly stupid. That is a stupid, stupid markup. Um, if Lululemon is paying their manufacturers um, three to five dollars per pair, why are they charging consumers a ninety-dollar markup? For because the leggings are like the Align leggings are $98 a pair when Lululemon is buying them for three to five dollars a pair. That markup is insane! Insane. If that doesn't scream scam to you guys, I, I, I don't know what is. I don't know what is to be honest. Um, the source for that little article was runnersathletics.com but yeah wow that is actually sad um sorry a little burp so let's get down and dirty here here's my overall opinion on lululemon and if it's a scam if they're scamming you for your money if it's worth it to buy from their brand um I definitely think that the Lululemon branding and stuff is absolute bullshit. 
Like, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people would disagree with me. But they seem to be claiming to be something that they're not. And they're not much different from other yoga brands. If you get what I'm saying here. So, like, with the material thing, like, the nylon, spandex, lycra, like, that's not, it's not any different from any other yoga company legging material and athleisure wear, if I'm being honest. Um, so, here's a couple bullet points as to why I think it's a scam and why they're, like, literally taking people's money for something that's no different than anything else um their products are overpriced and marked up way too much that's a given 90 percent markup when they're paying three to five dollars per pair for their mass-produced leggings before adding that little metallic horseshoe on the back that's absolute bullshit i'm sorry that's that's a no immediately no that that is that's a scam like when it said the average markup for retail clothing items is between four to 13 percent lululemon is marking up their pricing by 90 percent insane insane that stunned me when i read that in that article um you can easily find the same materials that Lululemon uses to make their leggings from other brands. <clears throat> Sorry. At a far more affordable price. This is 100% true. The materials that Lululemon has in their leggings isn't much different from any other athleisure brand. Um, and you can buy them from other brands at a fraction of the price a way more affordable price you're saving money and it's just they're not much different guys um people are basically paying for the horseshoe logo the lululemon branding you are paying for the branding you're not paying for the quality of their leggings you are paying so that people can see you wearing the logo. 90% of the time, and I've, I've been into stores, I have heard, I've overheard people talking, and I've asked my friends that wear Lululemon, and I ask them, I'm like, hey, like, why do you wear that? And they're like, well, it's trending. Everyone's wearing it. It's trending. It's trending. And I'm like, have you actually, like, done the research into the brand? And they're like, no. It's just cool. Everyone wears belt bags. Like, it's trending. And I'm like, <laughs> I, like, I love you. I love all my friends so much. And they know that. But it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So you're basically paying for the branding, for that little shiny metallic logo. It it just, it gets people, you know? Just sucks you in, that little logo. Um, you're not getting your your money's worth for the products based on the statistics at all. Um, 
it's actual bullshit that they charge you $98 for a pair <clears throat> of leggings. I will I will say this, they are soft. They are very soft. The feeling of the fabric is nice, okay? But they pill. Like the, they pill. Um and the seams come undone if you have bigger thighs. Speaking from experience, I was the person who went to Lululemon and seen that it was a trending thing and I bought myself a few pairs of leggings. And after wearing them for four months, they started to pill and they started to come undone. And I was done with it because they weren't working for me. Um, but yeah, I was, I was there. I did it. I wore Lululemon for a little bit because it was overhyped. Because it was trending. Because it was everywhere on social media. And that's what happens. When you see things on social media, it instantly influences you to go and get that product and to try it and try it and try to fit in with everybody else who's wearing that product, which is so toxic, so toxic for you. But, you know, I did it. I did it. I was I was in that position. Yeah, <laughs> I was there. <laughs> um. Other reasons why I don't think Lululemon is worth it and why I don't support it personally is because um, I would be supporting an industry that underpays their manufacturing workers in third world countries and supporting an unsafe workspace. So from the statistics I read earlier, they were not certified for workplace safety in any of their manufacturing facilities and their staff like the people who make the three to five dollar leggings aren't paid equally so that's just mm, it's just one of those icks that just is like uh, uh, doesn't really sit well with me especially mm, since it's like you're literally making humans sit in these workshops and make your five dollar leggings that you mark up by 90 percent and then sell to people because they're different and they're they're authentic, you know. It just it doesn't it doesn't sit right in my heart knowing that those people are underpaid and not in certified safe workspaces. It doesn't sit right with me. And industries that do that will never sit right with me. Moving on. Um they aren't entirely PETA animal abuse free and certified. Also mentioned before, they do use exotic animal elements in their clothing. So there's another thing. Not not good on Lululemon. Um and this is this is kind of like a really gross one. That I read in a lot of articles when I was researching stuff for this episode. Um, the leggings, like the pants, the pants, the shorts, whatever, make your crotch smell something nasty, okay? Because of the PFAS. Those toxic chemicals that are found in their leggings make your coochie stank, okay? And 
speaking from personal experience, I shower. I shower almost every day. I wash my crotch every time I shower, okay? And when I wore Lululemon leggings, I don't know if it's... It's actually not just me because I did ask my friends. And they were like, yeah, like I do notice like a weird-ass smell every time I wear those leggings from Lululemon. And even when I shower, even when I put them in the washing machine, the smell still is there after I wear them for a day. And it's like, isn't that weird? And I'm like, yeah, like your pants shouldn't be making your crotch smell something nasty like that. Like that is not normal. And that is a pure indicator of how you can tell something's wrong. Something's up. Something needs to change. (laughs) So it's my little spiel on Lululemon um another personal experience I had with them is I'm pretty like all my local people will know that there's a Lululemon store in the new Sudbury mall so when I was into Lululemon and when I wore it when I actually wore it before I like you know when I was finding myself you know when I was finding what I really liked I was one of the people who followed the trends and that's not bad you rock those trends girl or guys like but I was one of the people who like followed the trends and like was doing what everyone else was doing at the time before I actually found me so I went to the Lululemon like outlet store in the new Sudbury Center and I was shopping around and I was just I was just looking around you know and I was like hmm what is the cheapest thing that I can buy in here at the time? So I went over to their, like, little, like, you know when you go to the checkout, there's always those little baskets with, like, little stuff in them, like, the lanyards or, like, the belt bags or, like, headbands and stuff. And (laughs) the cheapest thing I found at the time was those little hair elastics. And there was, like, three skinny-ass little hair elastics with the Lululemon, like, logo thing on them like I think it was like metal or something and they were still $12 for three hair elastics and I was like what the actual fuck is going on here like I'm not spending $12 for three hair elastics that I can buy at the dollar store for two bucks for like 20 you know what I'm saying but it's just Every time, like, every time I went in there, I was just, like, kind of flabbergasted at the prices. And it just, after a while, it made me think to myself, "Mm, I'm not really into that anymore. Like, my bank is just, it keeps going down every time I walk in there. And then every time I wear their apparel for a certain amount of like weeks or months it just the quality isn't really the best that's my experience like everyone's different right but I found the quality wasn't the best after a few months wear so yeah oh and here's another thing I wanted to mention so I had someone ask me like since I'm doing this episode are there any alternatives to the Lululemon quality leggings? 
And as I've said before, their material mainly consists of nylon lycra and elastane, stuff like that, which is what most legging material is made out of. So yes, I actually found that... So here's what I found. I found that Fabletics is a really good place to shop for yoga wear. Um, and it's it's pretty affordable. And the second place was, if you don't already know, Halara. So Halara has been going around. And they have, like, very affordable active wear, yoga wear as well. So if you're looking for stuff that's kind of like Lululemon, that has, like, the same... Oh, what's that word called? I I can't think of the word, but it's like it's the same material, guys, is what I'm trying to get at. So Halara Fabletics and sometimes on Amazon you can find really good brand uh leggings and yoga wear and it's the same fabric <laughs> for a fraction of the price. Like who doesn't want that, right? So yeah, those are some alternatives to Lululemon that I would recommend um but yeah that's my little breakdown episode of is lululemon a scam and is it really worth the money thank you for tuning in and i will see you in episode four bye